Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, Weekend Edition. Yeah. I, I think that we should... Weekend After Edition! Dark. After Dark, <laughs> it's me and Brandon back again. Uh, and there's no emails tonight, but I will give everybody the email and all the rest of the info. You can find us at Twitter on WS Marvel Comics. We have an email that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com and a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Com and I've I didn't do a lot of reviews yet for the site. Got you got a couple up. So far, I, yeah. I had one. Double A Ron had one. Uh, I'm planning on doing a couple tonight after we're done, yeah, and then maybe one. some tomorrow as well. Some of the books that we're doing tonight. I actually like to do the reviews while I'm reading for the podcast because that kind of gets my mind like really into the whole deal. But I was tired today. I I am worn down. I am depressed, and this is why the Weekend Edition exists. It exists to pick up my spirits, because usually we have some books that we get to pick and have fun with, and and these are kind of a theme. These are the fun books, I I would say. I mean, there's a lot of killing and stuff like that. I like the killing, but they are still fun, and I just want to point out again that stupid guy on the iTunes who said that we're awful critics because we don't like any books, which is just a complete and utter lie. He's a complete liar. (laughs) He ended up, I think that he had a two-star review. He ended up putting it down to a one, so I think that he's listening. Probably because you called him out by That's what I'm saying. I hope he listens tonight, and he could go do things that I'm not allowed to say. Give because us the zero you're we're waiting not, yeah, for. We're not allowed to curse on here, but uh, believe me, I've cursed at him off the mic. Just ridiculous. Just nonsense. But we're going to start with Deadpool. Deadpool number nine. And I, we never say the legacy number. And I, oh. I it, they're goofy because, it, like, you know, Deadpool number nine, legacy number 309. It really doesn't matter that much to me. But unless you got all the issues, that doesn't matter. Yeah, and and until you know. it's like a legacy of you know three fifty, it's almost like the milestone type deal. Yeah. Where well, I think it's more so people don't call them out for fudging the. Uh... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I still think that they fudge the numbers a well, little. Well, to get to the yeah, all of them ironically released around 250 300 yeah, yeah, 500. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it is Deadpool number nine, written by Scotty Young. Art by Nick Klein, also colors by Nick Klein, and Jeff Eckleberry on letters. No VC, not VCs, oh. Jeff Eckleberry. Uh-oh. He, he he's, a in fr- the dog he's a free agent, Jeff yeah. Eckleberry. He, he's going, it's almost... He's going he, outside the monopoly. That's what I'm thinking. It's almost as if, you know, there's, uh, he's not, I won't, I don't want to call him a scab, because that's not very <laughs> nice. That's what it seems. We have so yeah. many, like, he, that one year VCs, baseball used the, uh, yeah, yeah. The scabs. Exactly. VCs. Uh, deal. They're like the mob, and Jeff Eckleberry, he's going against. He he's a good guy. I'm not going to call him a scab, but he is not crossing any picket lines to do the lettering. It just seems weird when we're doing the Marvel and there's no VCs in yeah. front of it. But uh, this is what it says about it. it's Valentine's Day, you mugs. And this is the funny thing about this. If you read this little blurb to get what this is about, they want you to read it like an old, uh, you know, mugsy. The deal yeah. is like, it's the Valentine's old, Day, yeah, you mugs. Thing yeah, off. that's yeah. it because of how the issue is. But, and while most people are out there taking their best guy or gal, yeah, see, out for a romantic <laughs> evening, Deadpool's got a problem. When a fellow's up against it, it always helps to know you've got someone there to have your back. And Deadpool's got plenty of pals, see? Plenty. But yeah, this is an issue. Oh, they do throw a C in there. See? And they actually have that. So, uh, you have this here where it is a Valentine's Day issue. And why I like 
reading Deadpool, for the most part, is one of the reasons why we, you know, gripe about some other books. It, it is all over the place, but because yeah. of what it is, that's what it does. I know. You have I'm one so shot all the time. Next month, because it's the first time they won't have like a holiday to base yeah. things off. Yeah. Of. <laughs> so yeah, we've had a Christmas issue. Now we're having a you know a Valentine's Day issue, and that is kind of the it's kind of the cool thing about this book that if it does stop to have a Valentine's Day issue, it's not really stopping anything. Yeah. It, you always get these type of one shot things like that. So. It's one of those I've that actually enjoyed them more than like for say I have the, the beginning of the yeah. series and where the, this we is got an arc. And the an issue I have with it, the the only issue I have is that when you're reading it, it does not make the book a must read because right. you know you don't have an over overarching story that's going to grip you or whatever. But it is one of those to check in with. Now and again, I, I actually do enjoy it, and it's actually like become it one of the that, books. Though, yeah, too. you know, I don't need every single book. No, like, if I see a nice cover that grabs my attention. It's a Deadpool book. I'll yep. probably enjoy it. Now, the now, oh. with the whole deal is with a whole landscape of books trying to like we've complained, say a Doctor Strange or an Iron Man that have we we don't think that, or even Avengers that won't stick to one story or give you a good full story. Uh, this is a little less hitting them, but if everything's hitting and everybody's get you know deep stories in it, this would be a book that you would yeah. go and go, okay, I like it. And and this story even, uh, to piggyback off that, like uh, I think more of my problem is those books are telling eight stories at once, whereas this isn't telling yeah. eight stories. It's just kind of giving you some random. And it's not pretending month. that it's important either. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I do like that. Now I will tell you right away. Uh, one of the things that I like about this book a lot is Nick Klein's art. I actually have become a fan of Nick Klein. It fits the story. It, it's not, you it's know, the best gross. art. It, it is. It, it's gross. It's gritty. I like his Jessica Jones. And in yeah. this, the the main story is that somebody has stolen his heart. And it's a funny deal. It's not like they've stolen his heart like they said they didn't want to go on a date. They've literally stolen his heart. And oh. he wants to find out. And with that, you have Scott Young has to kind of work around a little thing because it, it doesn't kill Deadpool. He's yeah. going to grow another heart, so he has to have a reason why he wants to find who did it, and it's basically he's afraid they're going to clone it. They're going to, you yeah. know, the whole deal. A here they go again. Yeah, here we go again. They're going to do this. But he goes and he starts out and he's there drinking in an office as if he's like a hard-boiled detective. The funny thing is He's at the alias, you know, investigations. Yeah. It's not his office. It's Jessica Jones. She comes in, just punches him. At home. Yeah, he's just drinking. And, you know, hey, when that dame walked in, she, you know, that whole deal. And it did make me laugh that she comes in. She's like, why are you in my office? And he's like, like, because of this and shows this crazy gaping hole where his heart <laughs> was. And she's like, but, it, but it's growing back, you know, and, and he says, no, no, I'm afraid they're going to clone it. They're going to make an army, all these things. So you basically just go through a couple characters that are well connected to yeah. the deal. This isn't a lot of times you have these issues and you will end up with, uh, you know, Deadpool go and that'll lead to him going to Tony Stark, which will then lead him with the Guardians of the Galaxy that will then lead him to Galag. Like they won't fit. This yeah. fits. This isn't all over the place, per se. You start with Jessica Jones. She says, well, in a very forced way. You know, hearts give off, uh, you know, it be beats 
that yeah, end up at specific beats that kind of can be told as an individual fingerprint type deal. And you know who can hear that? Daredevil. You go over to Daredevil. He's listening. And I like how they even do that page where you yeah. have all the different like heartbeats. Raining heartbeats. Yeah. And the, the, the other thing to remember, too, with this is the idea that you know, his heart's still alive. It's still going to be beating, they're saying, so they can hear that. But they say, well, I, he can't hear it. Da- Daredevil can't hear it. So he figures, well, maybe somebody put it in their body. It's changed up. But I'm just looking at the art. And it does make me laugh. When he takes the bandage off to show Jessica Jones that it's an empty oh, hole, she almost hole there, throws yeah. up. And I it, know, it, actually, it actually looks almost like a Mad Magazine type thing. I, I really <laughs> yeah. do like this art for what this book is. Yeah, so then they figure, well, you know who always wants a heart? Good old Tombstone. And it's so weird. When Tombstone pops up, I'm like, boy, Tombstone's getting some play lately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> He does. He goes back in hot and cold kind yeah. of spurts where he's he hot pops right up now. everywhere. Yeah. And, or you don't see him for two years yeah. after this. So they go over to Tombstone and say, listen, you know, we know it's you. Give up the heart. And he's like, I, I didn't feel it. It's Jessica Jones goes all ham on him, as the kids him. say. Yes. She beats the living crap out of him as he's trying to talk. And he's not even being mean. He's no. like, you're going to regret. Boom. You're going to, ah. He just keeps getting beat up. And it goes, and Deadpool's just there wide-eyed. <laughs> like, woo-wee. Like, and, I better stop calling her Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's through a whole thing here where he, in his inner monologue, He's calling her Dame and things like that. But you have Tombstone. He's like, I didn't do it. I wish I did, you know, but I don't. You should go talk to Dr. Voodoo and these magic types. Now, we're all, we're a little over halfway through the issue. And I will tell you that up until this point with Tombstone, uh, my score was pretty high. Then yeah. you go off to Dr. V. It starts to kind of wear a the little. The random magic guy they have to yeah, then go yeah. to get and him in the Yeah, and because bar. it's not as hard. You know, all of a sudden now you're dealing with this magical bar, the door that, you know, with no yeah, the doors. Bo- the do- the uh, bar with no doors. It. Yes, it's almost is. like the, the bar where everyone knows your name. This is the bar with no doors that they have to go through with magic. They use this guy. And, and the problem is, is that they're going to talk to Dr. Voodoo here. And... They end up going and getting the guy to get him through, but Senor Magico, and uh, they act surprised as if it's a setup when they get in there, but it doesn't even seem like a setup. You know what yeah, I mean? I it just I, seems. This part confused me too. Like it was just a kind of a fighter and no. a confrontation to fill pages. Yeah, it just seemed that way. It's not even people like one of them looks like Scarlet Witch. Why would yeah. she just start fighting these yeah, people? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, there was no reason. And. They were trying to get to this bar. They did get to the bar and then just say, oh, it was a setup. It was a little bit confusing. And like you said, padding, though, there was a continuing Notting Hill joke that has gone on in this book a bunch of times. There was one earlier in the series where Deadpool was in the food court talking was, those that kids. was a Renee Zellweger movie back Yeah, in the day? and Hugh Grant, it, okay. it was. And uh, what happened was... At the beginning of the series, they were talking in the mall with some kids, and somebody said that he made fun of Hugh Grant and Notting Hill, and Deadpool almost killed them. So <laughs> yeah. that is obviously one of his favorite movies. But, yeah, it all leads to Louis the Heartless, yeah, who it's okay. just it just kind of goes an old guy who ended up, his, his wife ended up dying, and he needed to have this heart. And that's kind of why he had it. Now, in all this, you keep getting the idea that Deadpool doesn't really need his heart, you know. And so by the end, 
he kind of just gives it to him, right? Yeah. And and then Jessica Jones just grabs his new form part and rips that out too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, almost she's like mad she, she, yeah, her time was wasted because all of this goes. And then Deadpool's like, eh, yeah, all right, it. you know, I really don't need it. She's like, I, what? I ended up doing all this with you, this team up. Uh, and also, I will point out, I actually thought that Deadpool, like we see in the Deadpool Black Panther book, that he would have been more excited for the team up. He, he doesn't even really get that far. He just likes Jessica Jones and says that she's no dame. Uh, but yeah, she just rips out her heart like Temple of Doom and, and then goes off. But we do see at the end that it's it is setup. more of a setup. Yeah. 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 So that was the uh, yeah, so setup Weasel going on. Kind of the used Weasel. to be his right hand man like he was in the movie. Um, I forget who plays him, that guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah, yeah he, him and Deadpool are on off terms. Weasel's been killed I don't know how many times. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, Mephesto, who's underneath this yep. whole scene, must yep, have brought him Mephesto. back to life yeah. somehow. Yeah, uh, so Weasel. So he wants Deadpool's heart. And it, it looks like even the way they play it is like that. that is the deal, to come back yeah. or whatever. He needs Deadpool's heart, so that's what it ends up. But it ends up being Weasel is doing it for Mephesto, and we'll see how that continues on. Uh, yeah, I'm kind sure of like that'll pick up a at longer some point. story because I don't yeah. remember Mephesto ever kind of, you know, no. messing with Deadpool. Yeah, I, I think that this will come up eventually. And so it is seeding something with a kind of a goofy one off deal. But I, I liked it enough. I, I like the I art. Too. I yeah, thought it was fun. I, I went through quick. It's one of those. I, that's I didn't why I like enjoy it. it as much as like we were those previous couple one yeah. shots ended no, up reading I, I didn't Christmas either. Funk, which was good. I that like the fair Christmas one was one. really yep. good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with his yeah, daughter. I think this and one's a little that's more I down. This was going like his heart was broken because he's missing his daughter, almost piggybacking off yeah. last issue. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, it ended up being a, li- a literal missing heart. Yeah, yeah, was it was funny. a missing heart. And and that's the other thing. You you start off with this noir deal and Deadpool talks like a noir type detective yeah. throughout. Which works for him because that's what he does. He, he kind of goofs around and stuff like that. So I liked it. I'm giving it a probably a seven eight. I, I'm yeah. not a quite to an eight, but yeah. I, I did like it more than a seven five. I really did like the art, though. It, like I said earlier, if we got more of what we had in the first half, and we had like we went from Jessica Jones to go talk to Daredevil to go talk to Tombstone, th- those are some pretty cool ideas going. Then just to throw in that magic, and yeah. if you listen to the DC deal, I'm not a real magic guy. No, so when magic you have that well. in the bar, I, I you know you've lost my interest because I don't really know a lot of those. Well, characters. see, my favorite scene of the people he visited was probably the Daredevil one. That I was my like favorite. that one yep. to be three or four pages, yeah, and maybe yeah. this magic and it was one just that one deal. Over, yeah. yeah, I actually would have liked it if Daredevil would have been like touching him and put his hand almost like Lionel Richie in the Hello video, <laughs> putting his hand inside <laughs> of him and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it, it was good. Uh, I'm giving a seven eight. What about you? Yeah, I'm just, I'm right there. I'm a seven five though. Yeah. I I'm just short of an eight because I feel like eight, you know, the upper echelon that's, type. That's the thing. That's the same and I had me. fun with this, but it wasn't that. You no. know what I'm saying? I'm with so, you. And, and I've that's read a exactly couple. what I say. When when we do things, you obviously go from increments of seven, seven, five, eight. And they do mean something. When you get to eight, now you're talking one of the better books, at least yeah, of the like week, and things like that. Like one you tell somebody to definitely go out yeah. and buy. Yeah, know? even though a seven, again, uh, to me, anything over a six is, if you like the character, go, go and give it a shot. You know, yeah. under a six, now you're talking, there's some problems, but your mileage may vary at a five and below. And then we're saying, you know, nuts. But again, this is pointing out, that doesn't mean it's negative. 
It, it doesn't mean like the guy, they, they don't like any of these books. No, no, we, we like some. I'm telling you, this is going to take me months before I'm over the, this the review. <laughs> Somebody's got to review over Somebody that. Somebody get above that Somebody guy. needs to go over that I'll, because I'll I go and check uh, and I, I'm like, you stinkers. Yeah, go. really. Uh, that's what I need. But the next book is Killmonger number four, and that is written by our man, Brian Hill. Art and cover by our man Juan Ferreira and lettering back to VC. VC's Joe Sabino. And this is a longer deal. But there once was a Wakandian boy named Jindaka whose parents were killed by the villain known as Claw. Claw's Wakandian accomplice, a man named M. Dweenwe. I can never say these. Took I young know. Jindaka from so his homeland time. and raised him to be a fellow mercenary. Eventually, Jindaka, Jindaka killed M. Demwe. And forged a new life for himself under the name Eric Killmonger, main, mainly so that I could read it right. right. After graduating from MIT, Eric gave up a chance of a brilliant career uh, to instead finally exact revenge on Claw. This is all I have to start with, right? But yeah. just when he was about to kill Claw, Eric was thwarted by a crew of mercenaries in the employ of New York City's crime pill boss, the Kingpin. The leader of the crew, a telekinetic mutant named the King, saw value in Eric and offered him a job. But the Kingpin turned them down and the crew split up to hide. Crew member Knight, however, just can't walk away. S.H.I.E.L.D. has promised her a new life if she delivers King to them. Now she's roped in Eric. He agreed to go with her, not to betray King, but to warn him. And if his visions prove true, once they've saved their friend, Eric and Knight will walk hand in hand into Wakanda as King and Queen. And the problem I have with this issue, we find out what Knight's power is. It's just strength. It's yeah, nothing to it do with influence. So the thing is, it makes Killmonger little less. He's thinking with the, he's thinking below the belt yeah, in all of this. Head, yeah. And to me, he is a guy who is smarter than that. Though we see, we saw it was set up at the beginning when he was sleeping with his teacher or that recruiter at the, you know, the very beginning that maybe that was the little hint that he also thinks below the belt a lot. But with that, it makes it kind of silly for yeah, him see, to I, I already want to take her to Wakanda. With him. When he was just, you know, kind of willy nilly sleeping with those girls in the beginning, I took it as something that, you know, like you alluded to it, having to be more of a power she was influencing yeah. him with because he didn't seem to have feelings for anybody for any reason. You yeah, know and then I'm all saying? of a sudden he not only again, they even say that in that little blurb. He's not taking them to Wakanda to escape anything or to go. He's taking her there to be a queen. He right. says that, you know, he's so it did seem weird. Now, maybe we're going to see a little more. Maybe there's something else going on. But with this, we did have Knight go to S.H.I.E.L.D. And obviously this is in the past because of when the story and what takes place in it. And Black Widow, you know, is there and you have Knight kind of saying, is this how you do it? You know, how can you, you get friends and throw away and whatever? And like, listen, just think about yourself and get these things going so they go off to bulgaria where they know king is and they go and you know right away as she has a gun she she's at it and and killmonger's like you don't need a gun your power is is strength if he sees this gun he's going to freak out you kind of know that she's not going to be on the up and up what she's saying is hey king uh, you know, let me turn you into shield. They're going to give you a deal. They're going to work all this stuff out. It's going to be great. 
It doesn't seem quite like that. And in fact, she is doing a double deal here and yeah, even, everything goes even to Eric's hell. Not yeah, even to Eric. So there's trouble because when they get there, he has his wife there, which does kind of shock both Knight and Killmonger. And I like her where she's there and they're having di- talking at the dinner table. She's pouring some coffee and they're talking business. But he said no business allowed in the house. Yeah, inside, so they start yeah. talking. And it's like she's letting some things go, and then all of a sudden she gets triggered, and like not in um, the yeah. house. Just when she's it like, gets too businessy. Yeah, she that when Knight said, when, or when King says to Knight, "Listen, Shield's using you. Uh, you know that you don't do it. That's when there's enough. Not in the house. Yeah. See, and, and she ends up kind of being a pawn later, and I, I thought she kind of had something hiding, like she'd yeah, be I just a well, here's, I had a problem. With the one point, because then Killmonger says to King, hey, why, I saw you chopping some wood. Let's go out and chop some wood, and we'll talk about it up there. Now, again, I'm thinking, what are you doing, Killmonger? You're going to get killed. You, you have a guy who – this guy is not dumb. King yeah, is not dumb. He's already kind of saved you and defeated he's, you a couple and times. And in, in his mind, he has to know that he's being set up for S.H.I.E.L.D. to come and get him. And in the meantime, he has an axe and he's cutting down the biggest tree. And he's like, hey, yeah, Erico, why, why are you cutting down the biggest tree? There's a lot of little trees. And I'm like, he's just setting you up, Killmonger. He's going <laughs> to cut you down, which he doesn't. But yeah. as this is going on, they're talking and, you know, about the choices they made. And it continues the, the discussions they've had before and the other issues about, you know, what are you going to do when this is all done? Uh, you know, everybody's on their own in the end and stuff like that. And then you go into the house and you have Knight talking to uh, King's wife and they have the weird deal where you have a button pushed on a wristwatch, you know, that you have the watch that's yeah, the hit. black widow and watch. And at first – I didn't know who did it. I actually, because I'm looking at the color, you know, yeah, there's the color of the skin is the one, but there is a shadow. Yeah. And the problem I had was, is that I was waiting for the Celia, his wife, to do something, to yeah. find out that, in fact, she was a secret agent that was yeah. going to go. And one of those, like, how dare you, shield, them, you yeah, know, how dare you, shield, going to do yeah. this? Uh, you know, I've been working on this case for all these years. I actually was to the point where I wouldn't have been shocked if this wife had married him years and years ago as an undercover thing. It has been there all these years, yeah. but it wasn't the case. It was night signaling these bad guys that she had hired to come and take night in. Well, it ends up being a bloodbath. Everybody's just shooting all over the place. Yeah, so this isn't shield. She's like double crossing yeah, shield. It, it seems as if she's getting them she calls, to go. Like, that, that watch is calling Black Widow technically. Yeah. See, so what I Widow think symbol. it is, what I think it is, is that there's these side guys that are going to do this job. When they get them, they'll turn them in the shield. I think that that's the whole deal. She wants to be able to, or she wants to be able to capture them, use them as, you know, up her deal, whatever. But she has no intention of going to Wakanda. All that was a lie. Yeah, she yeah. had no reason to even, she was lying to Eric and Eric looks like a fool, ends up fighting because these guys come, they, they look just like Russian mobster type deals. Yeah, it's they just come random down. Bad guys yeah, they come down, they're firing away, uh, and you have Killmonger and King going after these guys and unfortunately the Celia uh, King's wife gets caught in the crossfire she gets killed I love the scene where he throws the axe yeah, that, that yeah. whole part yeah, is awesome yeah the art in this is great <laughs> I love the art so much in this and it, again it's one of those where Juan 
doesn't seem he's not trying to trick you with the art or overly impress you. He's just making a really good, you know, action yeah, scene. Like progression, when yeah. the action scenes usually his deal of what happens is when you get the big action scene, it does go spread page and has a bunch of different panels, which he does here, and it's really good. But yeah, the wife gets killed, and then it looks like King gets killed. He gets shot, yeah. you know, they he both. just gets They're riddled done. with bullets. And as he's there, you have Killmonger come over to him because then Killmonger gets the axe and he's like yep this is over i am now gonna kill you all with an axe and he goes <laughs> to town on them but he ends up getting you know this celia she's too quick she's too quick and strong ends up just beating the crap out of him and leaving and he goes over to king who's still not dead and he's going like seal and he's like no no celia's gone no no seller yeah. And he gives a key, and then you do get back. revenge. Like Mother... what he's been telling him not to do this yeah. whole time. And, now and then it like, seems fuck. like that's nope. the key. Screw it opens it. up it. his mind. <laughs> it opens up this whole idea because then Mother Bast reveals herself and says, listen, I've been kicked out of Wakanda. I'm here. You know, we're going to get revenge now that you are. And he's, to me... He's now really become Killmonger. This yes. is the yeah, Killmonger. This is like, it's it's kind of like an origin it's the next story step. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he was Killmonger before. Obviously, he's going after Claw, but now it's even more. Now it's almost like, now I'll never trust anybody again. And Bast comes out and says, you're not dreaming. You know, here I am. Wakanda's forsaken me and you. Let's go. We're going to go. We're going to kill everybody on our way. We're going to go back to Wakanda and take what's yours. So now instead of, because up until this point, this whole idea you have in the back of your mind because, yeah, when he goes back to Wakanda, eventually he causes trouble. Right. You know, I've only seen the movie, really, but I'm going with that. <laughs> you know, he goes back and call at the point up until this. It seemed like, yes, he does say he's going to be a king and a queen. So, yes, he has some intentions when he gets there. But I don't think it was as bloody as what it ends up being. Right. He was a guy of honor. He was a guy. Now he's just pure revenge. And right. Bast kind of gets him involved. He goes down. Uh, you had King give him this key for the cellar. And he goes down, and it's just, you know, you it was what I thought it would be. It's it's a weapon cache with all these weapons and yeah, things for him like to go. Yeah, even like the bulletproof vest looks yeah. exactly like the movie one yep. you wore. Kinda. Yeah, so he goes down, it's pretty much this is what he got, because this is the penultimate issue. Yep. We have one more issue left, and he's ready for revenge to repay. And it says in the thing, uh, own your name, Killmonger, take your vengeance, take it all to them, repay your debt. You have no father, no mother, no lover, no land, but you are not alone. I am with you now, kind of saying that and yeah up until this point he did have night to go with him in kind of a you know a love thing even though it seemed a little forced and quick but he was still going with that now everything's gone and the person really night ended up selling him out big time and yep. really going and then also killing he he, he liked king I mean, King really hooked him up, and now King's dead, his wife's dead, all yeah, that. Yeah, I wonder so. if this uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff is going to play a part in the final issue or yeah, not. Yeah, maybe they'll go. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know if uh, you would... That was the one confusing part to me. I, I just, like, her whole S.H.I.E.L.D. meeting and all that, and then it doesn't feel like, even though she, she calls them on the watch, yeah, 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 they were involved at the end there. The, so. the other thing about it is you only have one more issue, so, uh, you know, this is probably going to deal with him 
just getting to Wakanda, going to get Knight before yeah, I Wakanda. I think he'll get revenge on Knight and probably end it in That's Wakanda. what I'm saying. He's like yeah. walking over the border of Wakanda, where, where obviously this is the, like you said, the origin of the Killmonger going and taking what's his. Uh, we're obviously not going to get the, you know, the full deal that we've already had. This is yeah, filling yeah. in blanks, which I like. I, I really like it. I like the art a lot. Uh, it's very quick. This is probably the quickest read, even I think quicker than X-23 that we're yeah. going to get to in a little bit uh, because, you know, it's action-packed. And I do a think – A lot of splash pages, you know, yeah. the, the spelling the action out and just, you know, it looks great. And, and that's the thing. I, I have the, the thing where I, lo- I love Juan's art. And it's just, it does seem to be getting better. It's even, even just the downtime. Before it was action scenes I'd be amazed with. And is, you know, he'd make panels that were pipes if you were going underground and things, all these things. Now he's just, like, even just people sitting at a table looks incredible. I'm yeah. really impressed with this art. Yeah, so like I'm going to go eight, eight out of ten. I really like this. After not liking that first issue much, uh, I've really been into this. And, you know, if you want just an action packed, book it's not blowing my mind in any sort of way but it's action-packed i like reading it and when it pops up i actually like it and it's weird because usually when we get this we get winter soldier uh which i'm the opposite with but in winter <laughs> soldiers next week so we'll see yeah. if that picks up but what would you give it uh i'm gonna go just under an eight i'm gonna stick this one with a seven five two okay. uh just because my shield problems with it like i they spent so much time the last couple issues dealing with that shield stuff. I hope it just doesn't go away without being spelled out kind of a little more what night yeah. is is really kind of up to here. Yeah. Um other than that, you know, I, the art I love, I it's a story I never thought I'd be interested in. Yeah, that, I'm not that really interested kinda, in this part of the, you know, the Marvel Universe, the Black yeah, Panther and Killmonger. I'm interested in now. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to see how it yeah, ends. And it's so. funny, too, because if, if somebody was asking me, like, hey, what miniseries should I buy? I, there's a bunch before this that I would say, you know, a century, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously Cosmic Ghost Rider that we really like, even Extermination. This one kind of, because it's not something that I was like, oh, man, I got to read that. I think it does kind of in my mind go down a notch, even though I've enjoyed it and the art's great and I've enjoyed it enough that it's something that I don't regret us talking about. It's just nothing that, you know, in the end, probably a year and a half from now, I probably won't remember it much, which is kind of a diss on it. But I don't think so because I am enjoying it. Uh, the next book is an ongoing and it's a very quick read. Uh, it's usually your quick, I'm telling you, I think that, uh, the Killmonger this week was a little quicker than this, but it is X-23 number nine. And I will say off the bat, they still haven't had the letters page with me and Dino are trying to get on the, this is a battle in my mind between who's going to be on this. And, And when they don't do that. I always just think, and, and they don't do that at DC. You don't have a letters page yeah, or anything. No, never. So when you have it at Marvel, uh, all I can say is it, it makes it seem like it, it's almost like tonight's podcast without any mail. It, it upsets me because I think that, oh man, people aren't listening. Yeah, you think nobody's writing yeah, in, so, but you two, they're that, waiting yeah. for like two more to, to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what, yeah, like I think me and Dino definitely should be both in this letters because we might be the only three people who, you know, went in, me, him, and somebody else because we both wrote in. But yeah, when you have it or you have the letters page and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you don't have one, you're <laughs> like, ooh, things yeah, are going bad. The end of the road. No, no, I, I'm not expecting when the sales come out this month to, I, I'm not expecting it to be selling gangbusters, but 
two of my favorite characters in it. And one thing that I really like in this issue, uh, as we get in, I'll tell you after I tell you the credits, it is written by Mariko Tamaki, pencils by Diego Olortiegue. Yes. And I really do like the art in this. Inks by Walden Wong, J.P. Mayer, and Scott Hanna. And uh, colors by Chris O'Halloran and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Clone from, yes, clone from Wolverine, Laura Kenny began her life as a weapon called X-23. After she escaped the facility she was born in, she located another clone, Gabby. Together, the sisters began to fight for a better future. Yeah, they, they really go over that. She found another. Yeah. It was some... They made it sound like five minutes later. Sure, <laughs> and it also makes it seem like she was sitting there waiting at a bus stop. While investigating a string of seemingly connected murders, Laura and Gabby entrapped the killer that looks just like them and have brought the, it to the Beast Lab to help understand its origin. Unbeknownst to them, Dr. Robert Chandler, a villain from their past, has returned to create his new line of killing machines called the X-Assassins. And this book is, this issue is pure setup. It's set up to get Laura where she needs to be. In the meantime, also set up to get this ex-assassin kind of in with Gabby at one point, almost making it seem like Gabby was going to be killed. Yep. And I'm very worried about that, though. I well, do. She still has her phone, though. Yeah. There's something weird going yeah. on. There. And I do like it where when this ex-assassin does, you know, put the blade up to Gabby, and Gabby's like, didn't you hear? You can't kill me. So I'm like, yeah, you're right, Gabby. You can't be killed. But yeah, other than just Laura heading off to investigate, because they ended up, and you did see before that that signal was sent out. The signal to activate the ex-assassin clone was sent out. Well, Beast tells us that it was stopped by a firewall, and they've traced it. Uh, so the Laura goes off. Laura's going to go off and see what's going on with that while Gabby stays, uh, you know, at the Institute. And just is getting too personal and friendly with the clones. Yeah. And she's just too much with the clones. Already wants to be sisters with it. Oh, before. yeah. Oh, right away. <laughs> Guys, Gabby's before great. Before any testing is finished. Now, at the beginning, uh, a bunch of people have mentioned I saw online. It is pretty good. There is a wraparound joke starting and ending with the Golden Girls. You have yep. Gabby singing the Golden Sing Girls the theme. And then at the very end, she even says uh, a Golden Girls line, which which was pretty funny. Um, but like Gabby is always awesome. And Gabby thinks that this ex assassin robot really needs some clothes that you think that the clothes. But yeah, like you said, this phone is involved where Gabby puts her phone down and you have, you know, Laura's phone there and things like that. Uh, but as you go on, you get a little you know, beast is giving us information we already had. You have an incomplete yeah. clone. Uh, it looks like a it was, healing factor. Yeah, it's like bad DNA sample. Robot. It was damaged. So that it's a cyborg type clone that doesn't have a healing factor. It doesn't have animanium, which explains why Gabby was able to give the bump on the head and hurt her. Gabby's like, sorry. Uh, but yeah, pretty much Laura goes off and Laura is going to just end up fighting robots trying to find yeah, out yeah a room full of robots trying to find out what's going on as she gets into this facility and that's what i liked actually i liked the uh, the spread page of of laura fighting the robots it was incredible in my mind it looks so good yes. i yeah. also really like the idea that Gabby kind of got a little bit of an aside while Laura can kick some butt because we've had heavy Gabby kicking butt and Laura kind of there. She did fight the ex-assassin, but I like her going through reminding people that indeed she is, 
you know, kick butt. She she really is. And I like that. She even got cut with an X on her face and stuff. She's going. But while that's going on, Gabby's just there l- talking to the ex assassin like, hey, I'm going to get you some clothes. Hey, oh, where'd she go? And then up, oh, she must be on the roof. They go to the roof. And even Gabby's like, are you trying to get a hold of the signal they were talking about or whatever? But I thought that you would like some clothes. She's still nice about it. And she even says, like, do, do robots need clothes? Like, you're there in your naked robot thing, and it seems kind of weird. And then she says, uh, you know, hey, is it weird that we talk about you while you're laying there? Because I think that's <laughs> kind of weird. But she goes to give her the clothes. And the sex assassin just puts her blade, a blade comes out of her arm and she puts it right up to her face. face and yeah. Gabby's like, you know, y- you can't really hurt me. You can't kill me. Right. And then just keeps talking and it's nice. And it's yeah, like, it talks you know, through it. <laughs> and the best thing is it does seem that the whole deal is Gabby says, how about you stop being bad and you can come and hang with us. We fight bad guys. You know, we go out and fight bad guys and kill bad people and stuff. You know, I've killed people. Laura's killed people. So we, it's okay. You killed people. And that's where it's things like tink, tink on, on the armor. And you don't, I thought actually it was like, I don't have a heart. That's what I thought. I, I was can't doing again. I'm feel. like another heart issue. That's here. what I thought. I'm like, <laughs> I can't feel, but no, instead it's actually showing you who the is pain. now. Here's the thing. Really, me and you are going to start a evil organization right now. We're going to make evil assassin robots, right? We're going to make clone robots. Why would we put any sort of initials branding. on this? There is no reason for branding. You do not have to have a brand. Elon to, Musk to go, puts Tesla what, what, on the yeah. rockets that blow up yeah, over California. I'm telling you, yeah. What, what, <laughs> is, and she turns around. There's a, a you know, a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Facebook address or something on it. But she's like, yeah. did that, and it's two the ox. QR code to scan. Yeah, it I, I don't understand do the why they would do this. But it has two ox on it. Now they were gonna sell them to people, but even so, you don't need to put a branding oh. on your evil clone the assassin army. Get caught yeah, and, not and, and they hoping. probably are too smart to do that. I mean, make a symbol or something, but no, it's T-U-O-K-X, two ox, which then Gabby looks at it and it's just like, all right, I'm going to call you two ox, which yeah. is the worst oh name God, ever. That's, what that's the other thing that I wish <laughs> you have it where if this would be a character that took off, say this was the best character ever, two ox, that, yeah. that's what they're going to call her. So yeah, that's they the go worst. off and yeah, they go off. And, and like I said, Laura ends up going and pretty much almost like your favorite movie, A New Hope where you have Han run around the corner and all the stormtroopers are standing looking at him in the enhanced edition. Uh, that's what it's like. He, She ends up opening the door and she's like, uh, yeah, Gabby, you got to get here because there's all of these. There's an army of these assassins. See, when you say enhanced edition, I, I've probably never seen those movies in so long. I've yeah. seen only the that's original copies. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know so, yeah that, the VHS original. I'm telling you, when he, when he turns the corner, there used to be like two stormtroopers. Now there's a whole platoon but yeah even i even like this where you have all this army there but there's even some up like in these cargo bins there are a lot there and they're kind of being let off there and she says to gabby over the comm like hey i need you at this location now and gabby's like we're on our way we and then (laughs) on our way and then you do see that it is gabby and two ox 
getting ready and says this is going to be like Blanche and Dorothy with claws. And I like it. I, I actually really and I really like the art in this issue. And I really like the way like when you had Laura fighting the robots, you had that where the robot motion is shown through multiple robots running. And I like this last page where you see them jump off the top of the Institute to land and then run. And I, I, I like it because also she has that suit on, you know, that Gabby gave her. She's not smiling. I don't think we're going to get many smiles no. out of her. Yeah, maybe at the end. That's how the yeah, story I actually, I actually think that this clone will end up dying. Why would they not have her have a healing factor, right? I think it's factor, still going to be right? evil. That's, this phone thing is lingering yeah, out there. Yeah, it is. Like I'm just telling you, to me, there's no healing factor, only to set up that you could die, and then Gabby can be upset, which will upset me. But yeah, uh, I like this. I actually, this is not the fastest moving book, that, but... We now have a story before we after the cuckoo story, which I didn't think hit very well at all. We ended up having a couple one shots and things like that. Now we have a couple issues of this excess. And my thing was, I was afraid that it was going to be too much like all new Wolverine. This feels a little different, actually. And and I'm glad I like the idea that Gabby Gabby is always going to be nice. She's always going to go with that sister thing. For some reason, this felt a little different. And maybe it's because we have that little thing in the background that you still think that this ex-assassin is evil and maybe that's what's making me like it a little more but again i'm going to give this an eight uh mainly because this is one of my favorite books so i, I don't expect everybody to think this is an eight but i'm, I'm i think it is and i ask you it what was you're the golden give girls references that sold you that is true <laughs> that is that is true but what would you get it I'm going to give it a seven. I liked it just a little less than Deadpool. Yeah. And uh, what was their first one we talked about? Killmonger uh, after. Killmonger, yeah. yeah. So it's just under those to me. But I like you said, that splash page is awesome looking. Yeah, it's so good. Um, you know, it looks a little anime-ish. But it, it does. It fits, but that like, fits these it. characters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I just, I for characters that aren't my favorite, it's a book that I can get through quick and, and kind of have a little bit of fun doing it. So... Uh, you know, I, I get more enjoyment out of it, no. kind of a little bit along the lines of Killmonger than I ever anticipated. Like, not something I would normally read, but yeah. I still, it's not something I dread picking up when, when it's time in. And, and it, it it's funny along. because that Battle Angel uh, movie came out, and it kind of reminded me of that a little, yeah, the way the anime are. The eyes are freaking me out. Yeah, they, and, uh, they do freak me out. But I, I like, cool. I actually, that was one of the anime that I used to watch when I was back in the anime back in the day. Uh, I so don't I understand. Like, What's with the eyes? Is there that it's a just like an anime just type trying deal. to copy it for anime? Yeah, it's just like an anime type Okay. Deal. Yeah. It, it, it did freak me out. I, I don't know why they really went with that because everybody out. who talks about it says, like, whoo, those eyes freak me out. <laughs> but we have one last book tonight in full, and I'll let you do the credits for this one. Yeah, this is Old Man Quill. They always do this with the number ones. They throw these credits at the end. Yeah, but I know. We got, uh, no me. summary, but we got title for the arc is Nobody's Fault But Mine. Writer Ethan Sachs, artist Robert Gill, color artist Andreas Mosa, and VCs Joe Carmanga doing the letters. Um, and this is new series here, uh, kind of continuing the old man line they yeah. have going in the, the Marvel Comics universe. And it starts off with uh, just a flashback kind of setting up what Peter Quill has essentially lost here because you, you see he was an emperor on Spartax yep. uh, and lost his family basically to – uh, a poor tactical decision during a this very battle. poor tactical yeah. decision pretty Leaving much left the whole planet unguarded yeah. <laughs> that, that was his decision it uh, was crazy. fighting the united church of truth or yep. what what's the name of this that's, nonsense? i think that's what it is is it, it something yeah. along those lines um and it ends up being the bad guy that loops him 
back around and out of his alcoholic stupor when uh, ever, everything is all said and done years later. Yep. Um, the the Guardians actually come back and get him minus Groot. It's the only difference. Yeah, there. and it seems like it, when you get these old man books, you you are really always looking for the those little things. Yeah. What's going to go? The one big thing does seem as if the Guardians of the Galaxy ran into some problems at one point. Needed Quill. He didn't want to be up. involved, yeah. and and Groot must have been Died. killed. Yeah, he yes. must have been killed because something else happened that will be revealed. But yeah, at that one point, Rocket's pissed because yeah, you Rocket's do have the whole idea. It. Because while while Spartex was being destroyed, uh, and really just with this symbol, an Ankh symbol that's pretty much burned into the into you the know land. into the planet in yeah. the land, and that you can see from space. It, it, Quill even says the Guardians weren't there, the Avengers weren't there, the X-Men weren't there. Nobody would help him. So he's just given up. And he's like, you know what? If anybody else needs help, screw them. They, they didn't help me. I lost everything that I wanted, he's everything that I loved. He's actually woken up from cryosleep because his booze didn't Yeah, his booze didn't go. And I do like the idea, too. <laughs> he, he looks a little chunky. And yep. he he's out of shape. He and, looks like uh, what, what's his name from Guardians Two, the dad. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. That's what he looks <laughs> like. Been, he looks like a, a little better, but then when he gets older, he definitely looks like Kurt Russell. Which that's kind of a cool deal to make yeah. him look like that as an older guy. Um, but yeah, the Guardians do show up, and you know he doesn't want to deal with them, and they kind of are pissed at him. The big thing is Rocket has a cane. You yeah, know, little arms. A, now. Yeah, and, and if you. The deal is it's Gamora, Drax, Mantis, and, and Rocket. So you pretty much have the movie team right there minus Quill because he's been kind of on his own. Basically, in my mind, he drinks all his booze, then orders up his next order and goes into cryosleep until yeah. it comes. That That's all it seems. That's all he's been doing, staring at this planet, beating himself up mentally. Yeah, and then they, they end up getting a distress signal. And, and here's the thing with, with this book is – it is all set up, and up until this point, again, you're getting excited because you see the old characters, right? And they're not as you know old as I thought they were going to be fully, but even seeing them and then having this thing where they have to go and investigate this, you know, this distress signal, and now it's just aliens. Yeah. That's all it is, and it kind of, yeah, it kind of just kind of threw me off because it didn't seem that important. You it, know, uh, the, I, I've never, I don't know, seen all the Aliens movies, but they get to the ship and they're being attacked by the Brood, who are essentially yeah. just aliens. In yeah, the it's Marvel just Universe an Aliens and, movie. That's all. Yeah, they're, they're just going through killing them. I'm 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 surprised that nobody said game over, man. But by, by at one point, because yeah, they go and they see that the Brood ended up, you know, kind of taking over the ship, doing this, and then just waited for people to come with this distress signal and just kill them all and eat them and whatnot um but they and it's been going this distress signal has been going for 50 years and they're like ah whoever did it must be dead uh with this mantis it is not exactly doing her premonitions very quickly there's the one point where i think we're about to get shot as they get shot and, yeah. oh man man you gotta warn us earlier these up yeah, it's like you gotta kind of come in. it's almost like that uh, you know, the idea of having a premonition three seconds before, it doesn't really do you much good. Um, but they end up crash landing and they crash land into the wastelands. Yeah. And you it's like a trap satellite almost because yeah. they get sucked. The, the called the stress signals kind of towards Earth. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're hovering around the, the orbit of Earth and this 
I don't know, the satellite just yeah. ends up going off, shooting them down. Shooting them down, yeah. And they uh, end and up they land in crash. the wastelands. Yep, they land in the wastelands. You see Mount Rushmore with Dr. Dooms and stuff like that. So you have that. And the, the thing, I like it. I actually like it. I'm, I do too. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on. Now, we, in, in the meantime, we kind of brushed over the Universal Church of Truth, but that does seem to be where yeah, Hill. Yeah, like, we don't. We just don't know a lot about no, it. No, and that, that is obviously what Quill is. Threat. Quill is going to want to go and and destroy them. You know, they they did all that to him. So you have that. But when it when they land in the wastelands, and you're kind of there, then you see the next cover, and it looks like Quill is now aged about seventy years. That we'll see what even with this though the whole deal. It just I I need some more to grab onto the next issue. I I yeah. hope that it expands a little more. I mean, some of yeah, the they fun... give you uh, that one glimpse of the bad guy who seems to be the gladiator for you know yeah. Marvel Cosmic. I just yeah. don't I don't know a ton about him other than name alone. So I don't know how he's wrapped up with all this yeah. stuff. Maybe you know anybody who emails and he in has, and stuff he, can yeah. shed some light. He has for us. the yeah. uh, the Ankh on him as well, yeah. the symbol so, yeah, of that he was shirt. Responsible for so all this Star Lord death. The thing with this is when when you go into the old man's stuff, my big thing is to, you know, right away I want to kind of see what happened. We do. We see what happened with Quill. We get a little hints at the Guardians, but I didn't get enough of this world. Like when they land on Earth and it's the wasteland, obviously I know it's going to be because it's an old man book. But other than that, I don't even know where when how like i i still want to know a lot of stuff what's going on here and how it all fits in and things like that so but i'm still positive about it i like the art and i thought yeah, that i thought that the characters were written well rocket made me laugh a couple times old man rocket i need a little more of that cane though uh you know and you had drax <laughs> he whips and, uh star lord with it a couple Gamora times looks a little odd with that short hair kind i of know me off. Me nuts. yeah that, I and, and <laughs> there was the weird part and i don't know if it was just me but you have a odd thing where there's Gamora with short hair. The older Mantis up close looks like the younger Gamora. Yeah. At one point, do you have a close-up with Mantis? I actually thought that it was Gamora and like, oh, no, no, Gamora has short hair now. And, uh, yeah, it kind of threw me off. Yeah, but both than... being kind of similar tone skin. Yeah, yeah, off. they have the green skin. It's just the eyes that you have to go with when they, they get too close up, but... You know, other than that, I like it. I like the team. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next issue. I would give this a seven, though. Uh, I want to know what you give it. Yeah, I'm going to actually edge it out of the other scores. Again. I'm going to give a seven six. I gave it a seven five on the site, but I I, I want to call it my book of the week. Okay, here. yeah. Because yeah. um, I did have fun with it. My I had a few problems with it at the same time, though, like, I think it's not different enough for... That's the problem. That's yeah, like, that's what I was trying to universe. say. That yeah. whole idea of, I need a little more to kind of get me into this, instead of just what this seems as a first issue to set up. Okay, uh, Ethan Sachs is there. All right, okay, Quill's older. We'll have his family die, and then we'll get the Guardians. We'll have Rocket with a, a cane. And in the end, it didn't have much more personality than all the other old yeah, man it, books. it kind of just feels more like a typical and, um, another version of the Guardians yeah, and book it's than funny, something really different. Having read, I, I haven't read the whole Old Man Logan series. I, I read the original, I, you know, that whole deal. Uh, I actually like Old Man Hawkeye more yeah. than, than the others. That's my favorite Old Man book right now. I hope that this gets up as good as that. But yeah, yeah I'm really enjoying yeah, Old I'm Man Hawkeye a lot. I'm hoping all this setup kind of is now out of the way and we can just yeah. – 
but I'm also kind of a little bummed that they're left space so quick and yeah. now they're, they're in they're the, just familiar on the wasteland. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the problem. I, I, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah. what gives, but I'm open. I'm excited for the next issue. Definitely. Yeah. I, I like this old man stuff. They can keep putting it out. I'll yeah. keep buying it. Now but, uh, the last book that we're going to talk about, is just going to be you giving a brief description. Yeah. Uh, because I like, did not sure. read it. Uh, what is it? Yeah, this is, uh, I, I don't get the credits or anything, but uh, it's Uncanny X-Men number, what are we on, 11? Number 11, um, yeah. And, and it was and, oversized, which shocked yeah, me. This I had no idea. This issue. Yep. Uh, it, it was a, a big boy. It took me a while to get through. Um, the first story in the in the bunch is actually the best of them. Uh, and that's it's the one kinda, I read. That, yeah, that's how, all how I read. Cyclops and Wolverine reunite yeah. in the end of it all and... You get a, a little bit of background with some blindfold in there and, and yeah. how she's playing into things and what mutants are still left, uh, you know, rummaging around, um, mostly in the sewers, it seems like, kind of hiding wherever they're Yeah, they're, they're hiding. Can. Yeah, everybody's uh, after seems like the, the government's just putting them out yeah, of their they're, misery. they're all going <laughs> after them. And, yeah. Uh, and, and then, essentially, uh, that's all told from Cyclops' point of view. You know, that's fine, and, and it works for the story. So if that was all we got and it was a three ninety nine issue, I probably would have given it probably, you know, a 7, 8, or an 8 overall. Yeah. But then they throw all this extra stuff at the end. And Yeah, I'm telling you, story, I read the first story, and uh, at the point where you do get, like, a full spread of Wolverine and yeah. Scott, Wolverine, you know, Scott's in his, in his suit and things like it looks awesome. It yeah. looks great. And I, I, you know, everybody wants to get, you know, Cyclops and Wolverine back together, even though they don't want to. Uh, and it's like <laughs> one of those where they stare at each other a little at the end yeah. and like, we got work to do because yeah, through this whole thing, it's basically Scott trying to figure out where the X-Men have gone. Um, in this, the, the one thing of confusion that I have, and it's not confusion, it's just so weird that at one point it seemed like that uh, X-Man had gotten rid of all mutants, but obviously he didn't. All the rest of the people in the in the world are trying to kind of get out there, you know, use the serum to not yeah. be mutants and things like that. And so it is the setup to have the government just kind of like, oh, we hate mutants. And I did like Scott in this. Uh, I like when he was fighting those guys that were beating up, blindfold, stuff like that. He had some good lines. But the, yeah, the I, other... I like how he almost kind of admits that he was wrong for yeah. being so combative previously yep. before he died and the other thing though moments. the one thing that i didn't like is you have cyclops he's got his hoodie on he's at, and you would think that he is public enemy number one right yep. and yet everybody who sees him knows you have random kids walking by and go hey there's cyclops yep. you have you have kids and he's go going to mute anti yeah. protests like starting trouble he's also thro <laughs> throwing bottles and shooting them with his with his laser the, Off rooftops, yeah. what yeah. is he doing they, they should be searching him out i'm telling you there's kids just at the beginning and they're they're writing you know graffiti on set down with muties and it's like hey you spelled that wrong oh no it's cyclops i'm like really like everybody knows it's you dude D don't just come out and you know try to disguise yourself a little yeah. Uh, I thought Let's that was get a little some off. green glasses. Maybe yeah, that's your so, tell. These red but, glasses. But, uh, yeah, are. really. But I, I did like that, though. I, I I didn't like that, but I did like Scott 
I like Scott in this. I, I like how, yeah, like you said, he admits he had some issues. He admits that he might have been wrong. I kind of like that deal. And then when he gets with Wolverine, yeah, then I got excited. And then I was still then, 70 pages I left. Know. And I'm just like, I well, don't need this The second story deal. is essentially the same thing with, with a bunch of things that aggravate me mixed in because it's centered around Wolverine's point of view. Yeah, yeah. And they just go wild on that. You know, I'm going to be Eric here and Captain Continuity just aggravated with what they're doing with Wolverine's return. And th- yeah. this book's still going on. We don't know how he's got his memories back, but he seems to remember everything here. And it's he's an old school art that doesn't kick space. with me either. Yeah, <laughs> like back from still space, yeah. space. I don't know when this is all know. taking place. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those are my problems. And then he has a conversation with Black Widow who, who says during the conversation she had no idea he was basically back. They've talked multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was the first one to know he was back. Yeah. So, you know, I have some problems with all that. And it's, it ends the same way, even stealing pages and context from what happened in the first story you read, just in yeah. Wolverine's point of view. And it, it kind of comes off as pointless because you, you get all you need from Wolverine. And in then the you Cyclops get more blindfold. Uh, and then you the know. blindfold story I understood yeah. none of. No, um, <laughs> I, I'm telling you. And I, I did... I usually dig the old school looking art, uh, you know, the part with Wolverine's perspective deal. I didn't like this. I, I didn't like the art, especially coming oh, from the, the beginning. Yeah, the beginning art was incredible. And then you go to this, what's supposed to look like an older school comic. Uh, I just, I didn't even like it. Look even at with the point where, you know, you had the cap shield that wasn't even like, it, it was all over the place. Yeah. I, I just didn't get it. I and, didn't uh, like- and the last bit, uh, with blindfold, the art was a little better. I didn't understand what was going I didn't, on. No, it made me want to eat pizza. That's all I am. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that, so actually, I, I didn't do that bad. I only read fully the first story i got halfway through the wolverine perspective one and just page through and then got to the end and read the blindfold part but other than you know if you had that first story this might have been my favorite yeah. uncanny issue that we've I gotten agree. of the yeah. you know 11 off that we the have heels so far of the annual which yeah. we also kind of liked yeah now people will notice kind of we're, rebound we're not uncanny. talking that x-man stuff anymore oh. i'm done with that but yeah. uh yeah oh, well. this is probably it's still probably my second favorite just because that first story, I can say, well, you know what? That was really good, and I want to continue on with uh, Cyclops and Wolverine now. Now we got what you wanted at the beginning. You right. know, yeah, you don't have the other X-Men, and they're trying to find it, them. It but just took us 11 issues to get here. It and, did. It, and, <laughs> and in this issue, though, what I think they did a good job of – now, again, this could have been right at the beginning – and do it with a continuity that's right in that secondary story, but – the idea of Scott and, and Logan going off and having to get back together where both of them were dead and yeah. now they're back to go find the X-Men. That's awesome. That, uh, that that's is a great cool. idea. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, you have still the whole idea of the government against the, the mutants, things like that, where – and the X-Men are gone. Uh, you know what I mean? Just, you know, know. really relax. guys. Yeah, relax. Fun. I did laugh, too, where, uh, you know, Matthew Rosenberg has, you know, he has a bit of a sense of humor, I've been told. Right. And yeah. uh, you start off with the every X-Men story is the same in a black page. I'm like, yeah, especially the one you're telling know, that keeps right? retelling everything. But by the end of this. I'm like, you know what? We're starting to get to something new yes, that that finally. I like. Yeah, you still have down with muties and oh, we got the drug and all that. That 
But the idea of them coming back from the dead, both of them, where they have that in common and want to get the X-Men, I think that's a great setup. Yeah. So I'll forgive the rest of the 10 issues that we had if these continue from that annual to this, I'm on board now. I, yeah. I actually, and yeah, get back to just a regular issue that regular has, you know, price. 21 Stop pages. Don't people, shove yeah. things. Yeah, there was no reason well, for that. Well, it's also, I saw some people on Twitter complaining, actually tagged Kelly Thompson in it, and, you know, they, the writers don't set the price of the books, yeah, but that, no. it's always lame, their defense. Well, you're technically paying less per issue. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants to pay any more for issue than no. they're already paying. Just make the page count normal. Tell us a regular story because yep. these X-Men backups really lose me. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're never up to the quality of what precedes it almost. Nope. You know, you get that first story, it's at least decent, and then they just beat you over the head with yeah. just nonsense. Like, what's that Bishop story we read months ago even yeah. mean at this point? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. And, 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 and that, that's annoying. At the time, so. and, and, and they're taking advantage of the fact that you had the issue 10 where the X-Men did. They're, they're really trying to make this. In all, you know, reality, a number one, because you have people are going to hear Scott and Wolverine are back. Yep. Cyclops and Wolverine are back together. I have to get this issue. This is both of them together. Finally. So they go, oh, if, if they're going to do that, let's hold them hostage and charge them $8. If you're going to do it like it's a weird deal, you'll never do it. But it's a shame that you can't just go. Uh, digitally and just get the 21 pages that yeah, you know, know. and and just Give pay me the and and even that it is a the first story is a little bit oversized it's like one of those like 28 yeah. 29 page right. issues charge 4.99 nobody's going to complain it's yeah, when $1. you charge 8 bucks <laughs> it's for stuff you don't Double want price. and yeah. like I, like you said it's hey get this we're now going to go through the same story but on Wolverine's perspective, hey, get this. You, you know Blindfold, everybody's favorite? We're going to see her deal. It's, it's nonsense. But yeah, yeah. but b- besides that, it's funny. I really want to rate it. Uh, well, we'll give two ratings because if we had that first bit and just the first bit, I, I could go 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. That's how high I could go with that. With everything included – I'm I'm down to a seven eight. I'm yeah. down one. I gave point. it a six five on the site. You know, just that I had more just continuity problems. Yeah, like, and that's on. something that I you know don't know much about. So I'm just I, going I just story. want Wolverine back, and you got him back in so many different ways right yeah. now. Like just have him back, uh, and then you know I'm kind of writing down the books I want and stuff, and they got this Wolverine Infinity Watch stuff yep. coming up yeah. at the same week that Return of Wolverine ends. So. You know, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, they're going to double charge me like five bucks for this Infinity Watch or something. But they didn't. That's regular $3.99. But then they get you for $4.99 on the book that's been delayed for two months. And and I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Having (laughs) having that delayed even makes it even worse. It's crazy. It is crazy. crazy. But hey, that's it. Uh, If we were going to give a book of the week, mine is a tie between, I guess, Killmonger and X-23, which I yeah. did enjoy. Uh, but again, without a backup, this would have easily been my book of the week. Yeah, I so. think so, too. And um, it's weird. It, it, we should just call it the book of the weekend. Yeah, that's what we should call it. Because we, uh, right. maybe. We have two books of the week otherwise. Here's, here's the other deal is I know 
we, me and Eric do the book of the week, uh, on the DC podcast, but a lot of times we have 14 books. Maybe we, maybe people are smart enough to remember what books we gave the most that we don't have to, you know, but hey, I, I did enjoy X23 as I always do and Killmonger as well. So yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going to, I, I edged out to old man Quill this week for me, but Uncanny X-Men would have, you know, like you said, didn't have all that backup stuff thrown in there. It would have, would have yeah. beat everybody by a little bit. All right. And that is the end of the podcast. Uh, we were going to read off all the titles that were coming out next week. And somehow Skype decided it didn't want that. So yeah, we'll just Skype end it. We'll go with, with what Skype wants and go with that. But, uh, just to remind everyone, if you want to email into the weekend edition, it is weird science, Marvel comics at gmail.com. And we do have the site weird science. MarvelComics.com. And I'm going to go off probably to review a couple books either tonight or tomorrow to add to those. But yeah, we try to get most of the books that we talk about up on the site for the week. Uh, anything else that we have to say, Brandon? Anything else to part with? No, but if somebody knows anything about the, uh, the Guardian or whatever his yeah, name is yeah, from yeah. Old Man Quill, give us a quick yeah. five, uh, you know, five point rundown on the guy. Uh, yeah, I'd like that as well. But if you <laughs> don't. He's at Guardians too, which comes out soon again. And, yeah. and I just don't know much about him. I don't feel like reading through his wiki. It's pretty yeah. long. Yeah. So there you go. We have that. And thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you in a couple days.